This is a special episode of More Than a Few Words featuring one of the speakers for the Digital Toolbox Conference. Special thanks to our sponsor, the Indiana Small Business Development Center. Welcome to More Than a Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. Well, and this week I'm actually not your host. Yeah, I'm, I'm your host, Sam Montobel, uh, and we're, we're going to talk about one of your favorite topics today, I think. We certainly are, so Sam and I are going to switch seats, and he's going to be the interviewer, and I'm going to be the interviewee as we talk about landing pages. Landing pages, yeah, absolutely. So I'm sure most listeners know that you're going to be taking part in Digital Toolbox in August. It's going to be a really great conference. We're all really excited about it. And you're going to be speaking about landing pages. So I guess let's kick off. Why do people need landing pages? Why can't I just send people to my home page? And that is a really good question. And the reason that that is a landing page is so important is these days there are so many ways to get to your website. And as websites become more complicated and there's more information on there, driving people to your home page kind of slows them down. They have to kind of dig and weave through all the information to get to what they're looking for. And so if you create a landing page about a specific product or a case study or a resource, you can drive people right to that page. Interesting, interesting. So obviously they're important. So what makes a good landing page, both visually and also just the pure functionality side? A landing page, and what makes a landing page different from other pages on your website, is a landing page has only one purpose. There is one thing that you're talking about on that landing page. And it's almost as if there was nothing else in the world except this one thing. And actually, a lot of people argue that a good landing page shouldn't even have the navigation for the rest of your website. Hmm. It should just be maybe your logo so they can find their way out, but it should really just be about whatever that one topic is. So single focus and one thing that you want people to do when they're done. So if it's watch a video, download something, read something, what makes a good landing page is single focus and one call to action. Okay, so you've got your call to action, you've got your focus. What am I putting on the page? What am I building around it? What are some tips for building a good landing page? Good landing pages start with a compelling headline that tells me that I've come to the right place. So if I'm looking for information on how to write landing pages, my headline on that page should say, read this first if you want to know more about headlines. Something that immediately tells the person, you're in the right place. Then there should be some information on What's on the rest of the page? What do you get if you keep reading? And if it's a download, why I should download? A couple of quick bullet points, and then the piece de resistance, a contact form with a submission button. Awesome. So what are maybe some examples? Obviously, it's going to change from case to case. You know, someone who's, uh, who does plumbing isn't going to have the same kind of landing pages that we mm -hmm. do at Roundpeg. Um, so what are some maybe examples that people can keep in mind for good topics for landing pages? So landing pages can be for any kind of information that you have that your customers might want. For a company that sells carpet, you might have a guide to different hardwood flooring or, or different carpet types because those are questions people have. 
for Randall Beans, and this is one of my favorite programs, we put recipe bundles together. But you might, if you're a consulting company, you might download case studies that show people how products and services are used. You might have a landing page that has a worksheet or a quiz or a self-assessment. People love to know how they rate. Mortgage companies do it with interest rate calculators. So it's any information that a potential customer will find valuable whether or not they do business with you. So the look and feel of a landing page, what should you be going for? Simple, clean, straightforward. The contact form or the submission form should be isolated a little bit. It should stand out and jump off the page. And your call to action button, and this was really hard for me because I really don't like capital letters. <laughs> I mean, look at, the, look at our name of the company, Round Peg. It's in all lowercase. Me and E.E. E. Cummings kind of bond together. <laughs> but on your buttons, you need to have all caps. It needs to be a little shouty because that's when people see capital letters, they think you're yelling at them. It's okay. You've driven people to this page. Maybe you've paid for ads to get them. It's all right to jump up and down a little bit visually and say, yo, click here. Yeah, it all kind of goes back to that idea of minimizing other distractions and really getting them to focus on one thing. And, and what does that better than someone shouting in your face? Absolutely. So all caps, um, the instructions on your button. This is another one that's really interesting. The most common default for buttons is submit. You know, we submit forms. Mm -hmm. we, but interestingly, the research shows that it's one of the least effective calls to action. Really? That people don't want to submit, and they kind of get a little offended. So almost anything else is better. Um, action verbs, where you tell someone what to do. Click this, learn more, do this. Those work well. Also, buttons that tell you what you're getting. Watch the video, download the guide, get started. Something that kind of implies the benefit. And then a third kind, and you have to use these sparingly, but anybody who follows me regularly knows that I often talk about going negative. Don't miss out. So the, the words that you choose, you have to keep it short. Three words is about all people will put up with. Very good. Uh, any tips on balancing? Because as you mentioned, you want to keep it simple, you want to keep it concise, um, but you also don't want it to be too barren as far as copy. Um, any tips on balancing the bulk of copy with keeping it simple? I would always suggest that if you're creating a landing page and you're driving people to your website, give them a chance to get in and get out as quickly as possible recognize that some people are not going to be completely sold and so they're going to scroll down the page and once you get past the submission form it's okay to give them a little bit more information but on the same topic and it's okay to repeat the call to action where i think a lot of people make mistakes is they start going oh they didn't like that white paper maybe i should offer them something else no they came to the page for a reason Give them what they came for. 
Well, thanks for joining us today, Lorraine. I guess you're always joining us, but uh, it was kind of fun to, to switch roles for today. I thought you did a really good job as an interviewer. We might let you do that more often. Hey, okay, I'm down. <laughs> awesome. If you have enjoyed today's conversation and you want to learn more about landing pages, be sure to grab an early bird registration for the conference at the digitaltoolboxin.com. See you there. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.